The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. Broadcasting from beautiful Burbank, California, this is the Knapsack Files. I'm Ken Knapsack for another edition of the Knapsack Files interviews. I know a lot of you are worried about hot sizzler nights. Where's your sizzler show? I've got his hot sizzler nights coming. I just haven't had a chance to go eat at Sizzler. Don't blame me. Got a special guest coming up. But I do want to remind you, today's episode of the Knapsack Files is brought to you in part by Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of classes in design, business, and technology, and more. The classes are accessible and approachable with classes taught by real-world practitioners. And I am 100% honest when I'm not just telling you about Skillshare. I actually use Skillshare after my employment uh, changed in January, February. I used them to uh, take some classes on social media strategies, tips, and Skillshare is giving you, the listeners of Knapsack Files, a two-month free trial. Just go to Skillshare.com, and when you check out, use the promo code, the Knapsack Files 2MO, the Knapsack Files, the number 2MO. You'll have a good time. I fully endorse it because I use it. And that is out of the way, which means it's time for, uh, well, another interview. We've, uh, we've been graced with several wonderful personalities lately, but this one... We've been uh, talking about this, usually drunk at cons, saying we've got a podcast. We've got a podcast. So I, I'm going to welcome her, and then she's going to start making fun of me immediately. It is a mainstay in the geek community, but a secret shadow mainstay, according to me. This is Darina Ariano. How are you? Hi, Ken. Thanks for having me. Your shirt's really nerdy. Thank you. You started right away. I did. So I'm starting from this point. I've been entrenched in this digital media nerd geek community for several years, but really in the last three, four years, Screen Junkies Collider. You know everybody. You are connected with everybody. Yet, I don't know if the world and our community knows you. In a we- so it's a weird, it's weird to me. You're secret. How so? <laughs> why? Where does this all begin? I know. I like to keep it that way. I don't know why I came. Um, I'm surprised you're here as well. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I mean, I think it's weird. I, I think I met everyone through Nathan Hamill mm-hmm. and Bonnie Burton. Right. And uh, I slowly started meeting people at conventions because I've been going to San Diego Comic-Con and all those places like every year. Yeah. Uh, and I was going as a fan. And yeah. um, I make fun of your nerdy shirt, but I'm wearing a nerdy shirt as well. Yeah. And you usually always are. Yes. But like, <laughs> you're like rock star punk nerd. Sure. I'll take that. that, that was your, yeah, I'm gonna let work. me change my Twitter bio to that. <laughs> um, and so I kind of met all of you people <laughs> through all of. We're in a separate category. Yeah, exactly. It's fair. It's fair. And um, and I like to absorb people I like because it's mm. hard for me to find people I like. Why is that? Um, because people suck. That's that's true <laughs> in general. Uh, I mean, I like to look at the bright side of life, but yeah. Well, no, that's what I used to think when I yeah. was younger and I was sure. nerdy and I was bullied and all that good stuff that we've all uh, been through. Yes. Right? The old classic nerds, not putting yes. an age to you. I'm much older than you, but. I don't know about much. Well, you know, older. Look at the gray in yeah. my beard. Just yeah. run with it. Just run with it. Me Fine. and Nathan are over the hill. We're planning retirement parties <laughs> together. Uh, but yeah, we, we know the nerd, yeah. that sense of the nerd. Yeah, Growing so up, were you bullied? It make, you know, it, for me, it made me a Mexican nihilistic goth, like, goth girl that 
just hated everything and everyone and only wore black, even though my mom wanted me to wear pink. And she's like, are you ever going to get over your Beetlejuice Nightmare Before Christmas phase? And I was like, nope. So um, so when I met all of you guys, mm-hmm. I, I really liked all of you. Like yeah. you guys are all super awesome, sweet, very cool, funny nerds. Right. And um, and so, yes, it, the magic of social media, we started, we started all, I actually met some of you through social media. We started following each other and then yeah. we started seeing each other at events. And, and, uh, mm-hmm. and I don't really, I never really worked uh, like you guys did in the, in, I worked in the entertainment industry, but not in the pop culture, like kind mm-hmm. of geek mm-hmm. news right. um, circle. Uh, but I'm friends with all you guys. Right. And, uh, and now that I, I work at Google, I, I end up going to these conventions now a little bit more for work. So, gotcha. so, uh, but, uh, I prefer to keep it, let's go to the conventions and treat them as nerd prom and get drunk. And yes, uh, that's my favorite and thing ever. You are the best party partner. <laughs> like you are, because that's how I kind of came to know you first, just seeing you around the, the, the cons more yeah. than anything. I definitely think I met you at Collider, but, but you are the one and I don't want to, no trade secrets. You don't feel pressured to give away your secrets. But you are the one where it's like, ah, uh, we're not on that list. Oh, don't worry. Dorita's here. She'll get us in. Yeah, it's called just oh. confidence and social skills. <laughs> but you, but, but I, it's got to be more than that. It's got to <laughs> no, be more really, than that. I mean, and you have to be polite about it, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're not a foot stamping. No. I'm sure you could, but you're not that. No, Case no, of, there's no reason to be an asshole unless somebody else an, right. is an asshole to you. But that's that's the so. But it's no. There's no secret card you're pulling out. Some no Illuminati name. You're just walking up and convincing the people at the door with clipboards and wristbands mm-hmm. that these five people behind you are good. Yes. How? Walk with. Okay, I witnessed it at the last Jedi premiere. Yes. Okay. I, 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 and it was like there's. Oh, yeah, no I got way. you guys into the VIP. The section. VIP. Yes. You're the one. Yes. You're the one. I'm standing with Luke's kid. <laughs> All right? And even he's like, I'm not, I'm not sure. If my dad grabs me, I'll pull me in. And then you show up, and you were like, just a hand wave. I thought you just pulled out some card. We're no. like, no, 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 I got you guys. What? No. I mean, you know what? Honestly, I think I was trained when I was in the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. I was an artist manager. And okay. I played the PR role a lot. That's, you know? So and that's, that's the rub. It's a, it's a natural type thing. But it's not, you know, you also just got to be confident and nice. That's it. I like that. In this in this toxic world, you're just sitting there going, just be nice. Yeah. And act like you've been there before. Mm-hmm. That's got to be a little bit of the key. Yep. Yeah. It's like every, you are the one at Comic-Con in San Diego where everyone's like, eyes on her. Where's she around? Is she around? Because we'll, we'll get in this party. Yeah, well, we'll see. Don't tell anybody. I don't <laughs> want you to give it right away. I just, it's really impressive. Because I've seen Tom Dagnino do it. Right. But he does it in a different way. Right. I, I think he scales fences, climbs in through gutters and drains, then acts like he worked his way into the party. Uh-huh. I've witnessed you. I've stood right there while a big doorman's like, nope, okay, all seven of them. Come on in. You're great. You got skills. I got to have one skill, Ken. <laughs> I'm sure you have a lot. Well, that's you do, one of them. You do a lot of interviews now at Google. Um, kind of, uh, we do this thing called Toxic Google. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, basically a bunch of different authors and actors and filmmakers right. that, that come to all our office, offices, offices mm-hmm. all over the country. And they just do like comic con type, uh, panels. Right. And, uh, and I've been moderating some, um, because again, sort of social skills that sort I of. have that a lot of lovely engineers 
Don't. don't. <laughs> I'd love to see an engineer. They're much smarter than I am, but they don't like talking to celebrities. So. <laughs> I can't talk, talk to me, look cuteness. Yeah. You have to do it for me. Yeah. You're good at there. And then you, you do, but you have your own little YouTube stuff now that you're doing. You're not. Oh, yeah. I, because I saw all of you guys having fun doing your, you know, right. podcast channels, I created my little YouTube channel called Super Dork House. And unfortunately, I am busy and lazy. And I'm doing it on my own, so um, I need to really post more videos. But um, I'm trying to post one, like, a couple of a month right, right. now. So you need to be on there because I'm, yeah. I'm on this thing. Yeah, this was the trade-off. So you need to come on my show. Well, because at several uh, convention parties at some point, you and I will talk. And I'll be like, hey, I'm drunk. We should podcast. Yeah. And you're like, look, dude, just invite me. Yeah. You never invite me officially. Yeah. So now that's what happened. It's a trade. Yeah, yeah and I've, like, I had to say yes because I had already said yes. <laughs> So I guess I'm trying to be nice. I was like, fine. This That's why good. I'm here. This is your <laughs> your Beetlejuice vibe is uh, you know it, the ice is melting. The ice is how melting. dare you? <laughs> Were you? You guys are making my my uh, ice cold heart melt. Damn it! Let's talk. Let's, you, you nice nerds. Yeah, yeah. I know you got a heart. Uh, let's talk about growing up. Okay. You weren't. You weren't. Uh, you're not California born and bred. I am not. I yeah. am Baja Californian. <laughs> Baja California. Tell me yeah. about that. My sister lives out there now. Oh really? Where? I don't know exactly. We don't talk much. Oh. But I'll talk to you later. But yeah, she's awkward. down, she's down okay. there. No, no, it's fine. She's great. She has uh, my, my niece and nephew. My nephew lives north, but my niece is down there with her now. So okay. I want to know more about this. Uh, well, I was I lived in Mexico until I was 18. I grew up there. 18. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mexicali, to be exact. Okay. The hottest uh, place in the world other than the Sahara Desert. Is there. Um, 120 degree summer. Mm. Really, really, no, wh- there's another reason I was very angry as a child. <laughs> the heat, oh, God. Yeah. I can't survive Burbank summers. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, I was there until I was 18. Um, uh, divorced parents. Uh, mm. My dad moved back to Guadalajara when I was five. My mom is freaking awesome. My mm-hmm. brother's freaking awesome. I only have one brother, uh, older sibling. Yeah. And so I grew up amongst adults, basically, which is why we watched all of the Saturday Night Live and... You got plugged Horror in down there. And all that stuff, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We stole cable. You stole cable? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I think we're good that's with just, that. This is what we do. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then I moved to uh, the U.S. for college. For college, so that yeah. brought you up. Yeah. You come on in, and... Um, and but I, So I'm fascinated a little bit by the... the um, so you, not, not, I don't say study, and that's rude. Uh, you're watching Saturday Night Live. You see, so you're a Beatles fan. That's very, very important to you and your your mother too. Yes. So uh, I love that uh, this pop culture has no has no walls, has no borders, and no. so. But you're taking in. It's especially Saturday Night Live is our American culture too. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, it's it I, maybe because it's a border town. Like right. Mexico is literally on the border of the Imperial Valley. Right. And so um, we we got the local channels. Uh, so I grew up with Saturday Night Live and then uh, Mr. Rogers. <laughs> Two very different contrasts. Hence why I am so messed up. <laughs> so. so messed up. You got a good base. You got a biting sense of humor and a good, good, good emotional core. It's not wrong. Um, but yeah. So uh, and you know, we, I barely uh, understood everything that was going on. Right. You know, but through watching TV in English and listening to classic rock in English, like the lyrics and all that stuff, helped me mm. kind of. You know, a lot of people say I don't really have an accent. I think I have a slight accent. Um, Only when you want to. Yes, or when I've been drinking scotch, <laughs> as you have known. Yes. Uh, but uh, so, yeah, that's how I learned uh, a little bit of English. Um, right. And then I didn't really 
um, gain conversational skills until I moved here for college, which was terrifying. That no, that's that's horribly terrifying. Yeah. I am I am in my twentieth weekend, twentieth anniversary week of moving to LA <laughs> from two and a half hours north on right. a beach city, and I was terrified. You're you're crossing into a, a, a new country. No matter, I don't care what country you're going into. If you go into Canada, to, uh, London, to go to the UK, you're not just going to college. Bye, right. mom. I'm right. going to a new world in a sense. Yeah, terrified. And it's San Diego, so it's like yeah. super white. Yeah. So it was very. It was Including very different. Yes. Very disappointing. <laughs> the tacos. Very, very, taco. very disappointing. What the hell is this? Yeah. French fries in my burritos? I was like, what is a California burrito? This is horrible. And I know you guys love it, but I don't understand it. It's so. too much for me. You, you and I can talk tacos. We will talk tacos in a minute, but it's too much for me. But you, so you hit the you hit the ground running by yourself? What do you mean? Like you come to college by yourself? See, now you're using idioms I don't understand, Ken. Uh, okay, let me put it into a Beatles song. Thank you. All right. uh, you got to run for your life if you can, little girl. Now, um, they had like, the, the worst like, <laughs> the lyrics worst, worst by the Beatles um, <laughs> No, so you you go to college. Are you going with the friend? Is oh, your no. mom, mom and brother there with you or are you by yourself? I'm by myself, but I have my uncle actually uh, lived in San Diego gotcha. for a while. So he, but, um, a little base, but... Yeah, so he's kind of there. But um, I, uh, I, I was at least two hour, a, a two-hour drive away from Mexicali. So mm-hmm. that was nice that mm-hmm. I could just drive you home every weekend. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, but, you're But here. I didn't know anybody at school. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and there was like five other Hispanic people and like one black dude and everyone else was white. So that was really weird and bizarre. Did you, were you, did you were just naturally connected to that, that small group there at that point? Like let's all have some real tacos together. And <laughs> that's, that's, how does that work? Yeah, it was, it yeah. was the university of San Diego, um, uh, taco association, that, taco that, association? That, that I started. <laughs> no, I should have. Damn it. Should have. Should have. Should have. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, did you, did you, how did you branch out? How did you get, how did you get through your first, day month year? I went home a lot actually yeah. I honestly went home a lot it was it was a little scary and and um I think because everybody going off to college like, like nobody really there was from San Diego everyone was from oh, okay. all over the country and mm-hmm. so I think uh um it took me like like months to to try to like actually okay I'm gonna talk to these you know Mm-hmm. These gringos look nice, so I'm gonna like try to be friends with them. And eventually, I you know I found my little group, and yeah. and uh, you know one of my best friends now is actually from there. Like that's okay. that's how I met her. So so you just gotta slowly like like it's like any transition to a, to college or any kind of new world. You just slowly branch out. You find your new normal. Right. But I just I, to me it's that kind of stuff. That that big leap's always impressive. Yeah. What made you What made you go that route for college? Just I, mean, um, I get it, it's close. You're yeah. not. Mexico City type of, you know, deep down, you're right there. I get that. But what made you do that? Um, I mean, I also, uh, I grew up, like my uncle that lives in San Diego, I grew up going to visit him every so often. And I just really like the city. Like San Diego is small and it's a little bit too conservative for me Mm -hmm. and too traditional, but it's a beautiful city. And it's, uh, and, and, you know, the beach is right there. And I grew up in like Mm. shithole desert town. Yeah, yeah. Mexicali is awesome. It has great food, but it's, the desert, yeah, and uh, I've ne- I'd never seen nature before that right, other right, than right, right. desert. So it's just nice to see California Beach. Um, it's like the first time I visited my brother up in Virginia. I was like, oh my god, this is real snow and fall leaves, <laughs> like like all those family movies, yeah. like that were based in Maine, like Hocus Pocus and Casper and all those like nineties fa- <laughs> family movies. I was like, oh my god, this is real. This isn't just movies, you know. 
<laughs> I thought the whole world was a shithole desert. Hocus Pocus. I can't get over that movie. I don't know. Um, your brother's out in Virginia still? No, no. He actually moved oh, okay. to Carlsbad now. Yeah. Because that's that's an interesting place to, to Virginia. So <laughs> that also transitioned as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was weird. But hey, I got to see seasons. So that was awesome. Yeah. I love the ocean too. I take I take the ocean for granted. I grew up in Pismo Beach so I could see it from my house. But a mile away. We weren't beachfront. But, right, was, right. but you know, you go to the beach almost once every two weeks as a yeah. kid. I, I hated it. I was like Anakin. I hate sand. It gets everywhere. Like people right. use that as a meme and a joke. But I'm like, no, yeah. Anakin's right. Like it gets everywhere, um, and as a and as a as a goth person, yeah. I actually also hated. Go, I I liked looking at it, and yeah. you could actually see it from my college, which was the yeah. most beautiful scenery. I just didn't like going, going to, to the actual beach. Yeah. I just like looking at it. Now yeah. now I've changed. Now I go into the sun, so I'm no longer. I'm, I'm an ex vampire. You know, a yeah. reformed vampire. Yeah, exactly. I mean, don't reform too much. You know, yeah. we don't want you to lose your edge there. But yeah, I'm like that. So my my idea of a beach is a hoodie in 55 degrees weather because that's right. where I grew up. But uh, yeah, I took it for granted. But now I do. Now I love it. Every time I go up, I have to go to the beach at least once. But I don't yeah. walk on it. Just walk on the boardwalk. Right. That's sad. So you just you can't do it. I uh, I'm okay with sand now. I'm okay. I Maybe just, it's because I hate the prequels, Ken, that I was like, you know what? Why do you, but why would you do that? Because <laughs> I have to hate something, and it's better to hate a movie than a person. Well, that's true. I'll take that. There you go. I'll take that. When did uh, your love of pop culture, nerd culture, when did that, that hit? Was it watching Saturday Live growing up and just being exposed to oh, that yeah. from an outside? Yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, like I, the other thing we grew up with a lot was... Um, obviously 80s movies and mm. then Disney movies. My mom was the only mom in my mm. whole town that made us watch uh, Disney movies in English. Every other kid watched it dubbed. Oh, so really? you would get like like the funny like Jiminy Cricket, like like it, like it with Argentinian accent where was, like Pinocchio would be like Pepito Grillo and like that type <laughs> of stuff. So that was pretty cool too, but she wanted us to learn I, the I kind of want to watch that version. You, you should. It's Pepe, great. How, what do you say? Pepito, Pepito Grillo. Pepito Grillo. Yeah. <laughs> so like an Italian mom, but Pepito yeah. Grillo. Exactly. Eat your salami. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's, like, that's exactly what Jiminy Cricket says, right? To Pinocchio. <laughs> to eat his salami. Salami. Yeah. That's, uh, it's a different movie. You can rent that one elsewhere. Um, so yeah, Disney, yeah. everything, every 80s fantasy movie you can imagine. Like, yeah. we loved The Goonies, Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, the Star Wars, you know, Star Wars trilogy. Um, the good one. The Sorry, good, I good. just wanted to piss off some nerds. <laughs> you know I'm a prequelist. You know, you're, you're here know. to fight. We'll bring on Force Center. We'll fight about that. We'll debate about that. Uh, um, is Star Wars, which one's the biggest one in your life? Oh, Empire, easily. I mean, not just, uh, well, great, good answer. But I mean, just in general, Star Wars, I know you're starting, you're very well. Oh, you, t- you, you, we you. We were talking off air. You're well versed. You have a oh, lot of interest. like the biggest yeah. thing. Oh, man. What? You mean movie-wise? Anything, anything. Oh. You know? So there's. I mean, there's my... Tim Burton youth, uh, like teenage. Sure. Like your closet, basically yeah. what you would wear yeah, is exactly as Tim Burton yeah. fashion, whatever costume designers he's yeah. got working for him. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Robert Smith hair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, for those kids that don't know who the cure is, Robert Smith's from the cure. Um, I don't know those what kids. your age range is. It's uh, your listeners. It's varied. So. There's uh, a lot of people who are going to be like, no, I, I went to, I got three cure t-shirts, <laughs> tour t-shirts. <laughs> I just saw them last year. They were great. <laughs> Um, uh, and uh, why are you on your phone, Kenny? Uh, I was just checking because of that plane. Oh, that's right. We have a plane that yeah, might at the time crash. At the time of this I recording, I'm near the Burbank airport. Uh, it looks like, uh, I think it's fine. But yes, uh, as uh, Dorina was pulling up, I was worried there was a plane circling um, 
circling with no landing gear coming down. That's terrifying. But I just got the t- tweet. We're okay. Oh, good. Good to know. <laughs> Yay, less dead people. Yes. Fewer. Yes, yes fewer. I mean, that person's going to die someday, but I'm glad they didn't die today. <laughs> die today. Yeah. Good. So so we're talking what you love there. So, yeah. So so Tim Burton, all that kind of stuff grabs you early. Mm-hmm. Uh, his movies, his work. Star Wars has always been big for you. Star Wars was big a lot up until the new stuff came out because mm. I just got a little bit sick of it. It was just really? too much. It's too, too much, much of it, yeah. Too much, not just movies, but comics, books, toys, yeah, everything. everything. Just, me, me talking about it. Yeah, you guys just will not shut up about it. <laughs> I, I Anytime like you or Nathan or anybody brings it up, I'm like, I get it, you guys. That's awesome. There's other movies that exist. There's not. And we should talk about those too. Give me, give me another movie to talk about. Another movie? Yeah, other I can than give Star Wars. Blade Runner. You guys think it's boring, huh? Uh, it's awesome. I've never seen the original, <sighs> but I've seen Blade Runner 2049. And I had, to, I had to go to Wikipedia to make sure I knew the plot of the first one because I had to go cover it for Collider. And uh, I liked it. I did like it. It was beautiful visually. Yeah, I don't yeah. know about the story. But uh, the original is my favorite one. I went on Scrimshaw's yeah. uh, podcast to talk about it. But uh, there's so many movies. Come on. There's like, like my, sure. my people love all the gangster movies. Untouchables, your, The Godfather. Your people love yes. the gangster movies. Yes. Why is that? I don't know. What is that? It's just cool and like violent and... <laughs> <laughs> like it's just yeah, it's the, the Godfather is like religion down there. Um, I would not be allowed there for a lot of reasons, I'm sure. <laughs> but not seeing the Godfather is probably one of them too. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, what else? I mean, yeah, you're into that stuff, but so I well, I mean, now I feel bad. Now I know. Actually, I feel good. Now I'm going to talk about Star Wars less around you. Not that no, I you think don't have to. I just give you guys shit. You should be. You should talk about what you love, Ken, and I oh, accept you as you, you are. Thank but you. I'm going to give you shit. That's fine. That's what you do. Yes. You're very biting, but in a loving yes. way. But only the people I love. If I give you shit, it means I love you. Oh, I understand that more. Yeah. I really understand that. Let's dive into that because I'm like that too. I, I will only, people who first initially meet me, and you might have experienced this too, right. uh, are like, who's that jerk? He doesn't say much. He's standoffish. He's distant. And then something usually connects. If I feel like I like this person, I trust this person, and they can get me yeah. in any way, shape, or form, then the humor comes out. Yeah. That's exactly how I am, too. So that's yeah. probably we, why we didn't talk to each other for months at parties. Right. Yeah, I would see you be like, oh, I'm not talking to her. Yeah, you're like, like, I'm not talking to her. that fucking him. Star Wars nerd. I don't want to talk to another Star Wars nerd. I got too many Star Wars nerds in my life. Star Wars nerds into it. <laughs> but yeah, so I understand that. Because it's, it's, uh, if there's any level of, like, uh, for, me, for me, it's like social awkwardness. I'm just yeah. shy. I'm yeah. a little tired most of the time. Usually, and it's also hard to talk to people. It is. People are exhausting. It, it's, it's hard to talk to them, especially those, you know, you know how you go to, to like a party and you meet somebody new yes. and all they're doing is small talk and I'm like, I don't care. Like, let's yeah. talk about death, you know, or like. Yeah, you get right or, to it. Yeah. I, yeah, I just don't, I don't care. I mean, I care yeah. if you really are passionate about your career. Sure. Let's hear it. But, right. but I don't care about talk about the weather. <laughs> It's like, what are you afraid of? Like, you know, like I think that's, that's great. That's the stuff I yeah, want. We, we, I think we've uh, you, you've been at the center of some very inter- interesting and fun conversations and conventions. I like that. What's the point? Mm-hmm. What's the point? Yeah, I don't do s- small talk well either. It's like uh, the Kirby enthusiasm early on in the show where Larry gets in trouble because one of the the maitre d tries to do a stop and chat. And he's right. like, I don't. No, 
I don't yeah. do stop and chat. Yeah. People can tell with me pretty fast. And these are some people I know. They're like, cat, cat. I'm like, yeah. cool. All right. Conversation's over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's like uh, I'm still, I still think I'm growing up Wednesday Adams that way. Yeah. Yeah. I just, un- unless it's like you want to see my headless doll. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't care. <laughs> you don't, but you don't. You don't do stuff like that for shock value. It's just you kind of want to get to the the core of the conversations or the core of the person, and otherwise, I'm not going to waste time. Yeah, I mean, I, I just I just think that most of ninety percent of the time when people meet each other, they mm-hmm. put up this wall. Or right. um, and I get it; it's scary to meet new people. It's scary mm-hmm. to be vulnerable. But um, but I'd rather you show me who you are, mm. so I can show you who I am. You know, right. and that's how you get actual human connection, which is what I'm interested in. Mm. I'm not interested in some fake superficial relationship with another human. I'd rather have like real, otherwise what's the point? You're not, you're, it, it, yeah, you don't want the social media of re- real relationships. No. I like your thing. You no. like my thing. We'll see you later on. No, yeah, I get that. Yeah. I get that. that otherwise works. you're wasting my time. I feel like <laughs> I always, I'm like, yeah, I'm bored. Bye. <laughs> but it's, it could be. And I think I, I, I've been told Say it's like a new intern at the Schmoes. Now I'm front Cody and Cobster and all those guys, RB3, uh, Ace. But I'm always told like, oh, Ken, you're the one of all the group I was intimidated the most, which is just silly because I usually half the time I'm there just thinking about what I'm going to eat at Chili's afterwards. Right. Yeah, I didn't think you were intimidating at all. Well, you can. No, I'm kidding. I actually don't think any of you guys are intimidating. You guys yeah. are all super nice. and But yeah. you were shyer, though. Yeah, but that's the thing is I'm, yeah. I am a little more, bit more standoffish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm not going to dive in headlong. I get it, yeah. yeah. That but then, I, then I do, but that's how you make real connections. So I agree with you there. You're not, see, you're not, you're not mean. You're not mean. Yes, I am. I'm super mean. I'm going to melt that icicle here. My name's Evil Dorina on, in, on the internet. Ken. Yeah. Yeah. I'm super evil. Yeah. Beatles. <laughs> we didn't, we got to talk Beatles. Oh, you just yes. got to do what I really want to do. And you got to do it with your mother. Yes. And how you told me it means so much to both of you, but oh, particularly her. Uh, Crazy. When did the Beatles into your life? Probably my mom's belly. Yeah. When I was like, yeah, she used to play the Beatles when yeah. I when I was when she was pregnant with me. Love that. Yeah, no, she's the biggest Beatles fan that I know. I she's seen Paul McCartney way too many times. Nice. My stepdad is sick of Paul McCartney. Um, <laughs> he's like dubious and curious. What's Paul doing around here? Yeah, he's like, I don't want to see Paul McCartney ever again. Ever again. <laughs> he's so sick of him. Um, Band on the run. I'm on the run. Hey, all right. <laughs> Song title puns. Yeah. yeah. It's like live and let or let, let me die. <laughs> That's what he's die. saying at every Paul McCartney concert. <laughs> I got to go. That's funny. Um, so yeah, and and as far, I mean, my earliest memories are basically Mozart and Beatles music. Um, it's, oh, it's it's the it's I'm a huge music nerd, as you know. Yeah. But the Beatles is the biggest thing in my household, and it was cool to be able to go. We ended up at Liverpool yeah. and London. Mm. This year for my mom's 64th birthday for you Beatles nerds when I'm 64, get it? Hey, um, and, uh, and it was super special. Like the day of her birthday, we, we did the magical mystery tour, which is this bus tour that takes you through Liverpool and like the Beatles childhood homes. And, uh, we drew you know, we took photos of like Penny Lane, like all of the, everything that you could like geek out over Beatles wise. And then we ended the night, the tour actually drops you off at the cavern. Where the Beatles used to play. Which, yeah, and it's like, what is it? They moved the location a little bit. Ellis and yeah, I were just like talking about it. it's like refurbished. It's refurbished, Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't rem- 
remember if it burnt down. I don't remember what Something happened. Something like that, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but I get it. But, but it's when you walk yeah. in, I, I had this weird, like, deja vu moment. I was completely sober, too, and I was like, am I, like, high? <laughs> like, what's happening? Because it just felt like like those pictures that you see. Yeah, like yeah. Or, like, the anthology, right. anthology, like, you see those photos of the cavern. Like, that's what it looked like when you walked wow. in. You know, and there and there's, like people playing Beatles music like on stage just constant impersonation yeah. cover band type stuff yeah and it was wow. just the vibe was super cool everyone was really nice and dancing and then my brother like grabbed my mom and they were dancing like to twist and shout or something like yeah. I was like crying I was like oh my god I have feelings like what's happening <laughs> the icicle really melted yeah no it was it was amazing Connected to that, and, and, and uh, I mean, I, I, I wanted, I want to do that as a Beatles fan. That's something I want to do, and I think I would have to be, it'd be unapologetic tourist vibe. Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't care. I oh, don't no, care yeah. if I'm one of a million people to cross Abbey Road. You I'm have to, as a Beatles fan, you have to annoy right. the locals and cross Abbey Road. And I'm sure they do, but I annoyed. do it every time I go. I love it. I can't, yeah, because I've never been to London. I'm obsessed with it. I want to go. Uh, I, it's on my list. We'll get there. Also, London, they have the, there's the building yeah. where Apple used to be. Right. Where the Beatles played on the rooftop their last yeah. concert. So, I, so I, we I, took photos there too. But, which is cool. my favorite era of the Beatles. Right. So I have to this go. This is the best era. I want to go to Liverpool, London, all that stuff. What's your, that, that's your favorite era? Uh, probably, I mean, my favorite album is White Album. Of course it is. Of what do you mean? I don't know why. Because <laughs> it's the weirdest I, one. It's, it's sprawling. <laughs> it's, 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 uh, yeah, it is. It's, it's all weird. over the place. It's all over the place, but in a good way. Not yeah. that you're all over the place, but yeah, that would. I, I'm not surprised in yeah. a good way. I love. I love the White Album. Yeah, I mean, you got everything from piggies to happiness and warm. Piggies, happiness <laughs> so and warm. Good. All of life in, in one album. Number nine. Number yeah. nine. Number nine. I no. I I had a cassette tape of the White Album, two di- two cassettes, mm-hmm. and it was it was on all the time. What's your favorite? Uh, my favorite album yeah. is Abbey Road. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I love Let It Be. I actually love the Let It Be Naked version, the stripped down kind of the original stuff. I like a lot of Phil Spector's versions of some of the songs that he he just kind of was dumped in his lap and he did right. it, he did what Phil Spector does. But I like like Long and Winding Road, Broken Down, the anthology version. Yeah, that's one of my favorite songs. So good. But 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 that era, the the tumultuous about to break up, yeah. coming out of the White Album when you thought they were back together. Yeah, I, I don't know why I love that era. Yeah, it's just, fascinating. There's angst in that music. Yeah, you know? Have you been to the Vegas show? Uh, love, no, I have not. Do it. I've been told. It's so good. I've been told. You might have yelled at me at a party. I'm sure so. I did. Yeah. I, I yell at everyone who's a Beatles fan about To go it. do it. Yeah. Uh, and so early on, so you're, you, you, are, you were born into Beatles. Yes. Uh, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to stick around, but something about that grabbed, grabbed you and kept you around. Is it, was it a connection with your mother that you guys had this during all good times and bad? Like, what was it? I mean, I... I don't know about you, but I went through like a favorite Beatle throughout my life that I've like switched, you yeah. know, like when I was a kid, I was like, Ringo Starr, Octopus's Garden. Sure. This is like a fun song, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and then I switched to like John and Paul cause I thought I was cool. Sure. Like liking John when I was a teenager, you know? Right. Um, and so I think I went through each of their either albums or eras uh, I, as I grew older, like mm-hmm. I also went through that in like in like my own personal life, right? So like okay. as you're a kid, you're like, okay, I like Yellow Submarine, yeah. And then and then I got older, I was like, no, it's like I'm I'm actually more into like Let It Be and Every Road, and yeah. then and then and now like my favorite's George. George George is my Beatle too. Because George is the best. 
George is the best. But that's, that's interesting to say that because I think too, as you as you become obsessed with different eras of the Beatles, yeah. Early on, if you're really like like Hard Day's Night, Ringo's the star, man. Yeah. So you're yeah you're no pun intended. Yeah. So I think you're going to follow that journey, and then Lennon's driving a lot of the leads. Uh, you know, the direction of the band sixty five, sixty six. But then you know, Paul takes over. So if, Matt, I love Magical Mystery Tour. Mm-hmm. I think it's crazy, and that's Paul and his drugged out let's do a bus and like right. ken casey and let's drive around and then by the time uh you know the end starts coming it's it's george with his long hair and it's his spiritual nature and yeah. his thoughtfulness and that's been my beetle since then yeah. since and then, then also looking at their actual like their uh solo stuff right yes like like when i saw concert for george I, that's when i yeah. became obsessed oh yeah yeah like that's mm. i was like you are my beetle like all things must pass like all that stuff i oh, was i was super album. into it and then uh, you mentioned magical mystery tours like yeah. your, your mother should know like my mom used to actually whenever i was on the phone with friends as mm-hmm. a teenager in high school she would play music for me to hang the phone up like she would be like it's time for bed and she would show she would play uh either your mother should know or uh oh, yeah. or uh what's that song uh Good night, or whatever. Like now, no, it's time it's to say time goodbye. From Good the night. White yeah. Album, yeah, exactly yeah. that one. So, Ringo. yeah. Good so she she annoyed night. me also through Beatles through, music. Through Beatles music, <laughs> yeah. but stayed. I'm glad it stayed there. Yeah. Uh, that you have that kind of connection, something you're going to carry with you there. Uh, and yeah. I have to mention George Martin. Oh, Sir George Martin, indeed. My family is very musical, and mm-hmm. I think if it wasn't for him, the Beatles would not have become 100%. who they were and so all of his musical arrangements like yeah. I'm, I'm as you know i'm a huge film score nerd yeah and so i love uh, orchestral mm-hmm. music and all the stuff he he added to beatles songs is incredible well if you got mozart in one ear and beatles in the other yeah, yeah you have to oh absolutely i mean uh, you know w- w- when we do the beatles show because uh, mance roca right. and myself we've been wanting men we've been wanting to get together to do a beatles show I'll, I'll bring you along for that too if you'd like to oh yeah and we'll talk beatles but i i yeah i absolutely agree with you because not only just what he did what you're talking about the arrangement i think he also politely kicked their ass right. early on <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah epstein's in there too but i think george martin, george martin is like all right i'm the adult yeah let's make this yeah music. and he actually knew he had actual musical background right like yes. the beatles were like awesome but they didn't. Yeah. Need, but they didn't know what they were doing. I don't think like theory wise. You know? Yeah, I don't yeah. think he could read music. If yeah. he maybe he does by now, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah even back then it was just like, yeah. yeah, what is it? He yesterday scrambled eggs. All I say, he thought he dreamed it and heard the song before. So yeah, right. he just clinks it there. There, that's uh, pretty fascinating. There myself, uh, we could talk about Beatles forever and ever and ever. But uh, seriously, I, I keep making jokes. And I want people to know it's an inside joke between us. But uh, it is ta- taco time. <laughs> I want to talk about tacos. <laughs> Um, because it is an obsession of mine. Because tacos are the best. They're the best. They're the They're best. They're great. For this pinche gringo yeah. up here in Pismo Beach, up there. Tacos. Did you guys have good Mexican food over there? We did. Yeah, we okay. did. We did. There's there's some chain restaurants that are actually pretty damn good, but there's some hole-in-the-wall places on the side right. in this little town of Oceano. There's one uh, right there uh, near a lot of the agricultural stuff there. There's this little, little restaurant. It's yeah. still there. I mean, so, my people are everywhere. It's, so we, Remember, taco trucks on every corner. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's the utopia we're looking for. What in it, where in L.A. is your favorite spot? Uh, I mean, it's a kind of a cheat because mm-hmm. it's literally called Mexicali Taco. Like, it's it's tacos <laughs> so made exactly like they made them in my hometown. So it's the, uh, you have the inside track. It's some insider trading. Yeah, no, it's literally it's Mexicali Taco on Figueroa, close to Sunset, uh, like Chinatown area. Yeah. You need to go there. You haven't. We should I go. Haven't. It's delicious. What's the difference? You say Mexicali style. What's the difference? So what uh, am I expecting? Most people that know tacos, like it's usually kind of like Southern or Oaxaca style. Okay. 
Uh, and you got like the little uh, maize corn tortilla. Right. And uh, and so Mexicali, like the style was actually flour tortilla. Mm-hmm. And the guacamole was more aguamole. Okay. So it's ju- it's very simple because I hate vegetables. Like I'm like a <laughs> typical kid that I, sure. I just eat them as medicine. Like I don't like them at all. Sure. And so guacamole was literally just like avocado, water, salt, lime. Right. And that's it. That's and, it. And, and then you add a little bit of cheese. So it's like a quesa taco. So okay. it's like a quesadilla with like meat. And yeah. it's delicious. And obviously it's homemade tortillas. Like they make yeah. their own tortillas there. It's, oh, it's so good. I, yeah, I want some I now. To, you have to. I have to go now. Yeah. I have to go now. I don't know what it is. It's just the simplicity of it. Yeah. The taco. Because um, it's all about the meat and the tortilla. The meat. It's depending, it's depend, depends on how it's cooked. Yeah. Do you do your do your you yourself make good tacos? I do not cook. I am Why? a horrible Mexican that way. I do not cook because I'm because so? my mom told How me so for why. Well, when I was a kid, my mom told me to stay away from the kitchen because she didn't want me to get burnt. And so to this day, I'm a very obedient <laughs> child, and I stay away from the stove. I am too. Yeah. I am too. My mom said, don't do drugs, and I still haven't. I drink more than she wants, but uh, <laughs> you stayed out of the kitchen. Yeah, you did other things, but you stayed That's out of the kitchen. That's what my mom told me to do. So. I thought she was like some big like like other meaning like stay out of the kitchen. Oh, I do no. not want you to be in the kitchen. No, no. Take a stand. No, just safety. Yeah, safety. You never went back in. Never. Never went back. So in. I only go to open the fridge and the microwave. <laughs> microwave it up. Yeah. See, okay. Plus cheap like cheap food everywhere. Taco trucks just as That's cheap true. as going to fast food and more delicious. And absolutely more delicious. Yeah, yeah downtown's got some good spot. Good spots. Yeah. How do, do you f- have a favorite here? Um. I, yes, my, my favorite taco in LA mm-hmm. is served at an Irish pub. What? But made by real solid, top-notch Mexican cooks. Where is this? Timmy Nolan's Pub in Toluca Lake. Okay. They have a steak quesadilla there, and I'm thinking about it now, and I'm, I haven't eaten dinner yet at the time of this recording, and I'm like, damn. Okay. Um, and then they got these rolled tacos. You, you, there's tacos on the menu, but you can ask them so to, to roll them. Yeah, but they're but they're very they're, they're, they're not crispy. They're not crispy. Okay, yeah, okay. Um, and it's the guy. Yeah, the guys there, and and a lot of them have been there for a long time. I don't go there as much. I used to be a regular there with my old friend Lou, mm-hmm. uh, a recent guest on the show. If you're you're a listener, um, and that I'm not kidding. That is my favorite taco in okay. L.A. What you're describing sounds damn good. Okay. And there's a good. I ran into a place downtown L.A. I do, it has like I think I was trying to explain it to you at Comic Con this year. I couldn't remember the name. I had taken a picture. They're on Instagram. <laughs> so they're, they're, they got like a, it's kind of a white and with a pink trim, little kind of neon pink look to it. Mm-hmm. But I also was stumbling around downtown yeah. with my friend Owen and his friends. And it was one of those, like, I was like, I need to go in there and get a taco. <laughs> and I went in there and I got like three beef tacos. Yeah. And it was like a heavy And it experience. ended up being a hot dog and you thought it was a delicious taco. Uh, it wasn't even that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, turns out I was uh, not even in a restaurant. Um, <laughs> but I'm trying to remember for that. But I like I like going to, re- there's a, you know, I love going down to uh, El Cholo mm-hmm. on Western, the one not downtown, not Santa Monica, the one on yeah. Western, the original location. Yeah. I love there's that. A, there's so, the, the best Mexican food outside of Mexico mm-hmm. is in LA there's yeah. so much of it there's delicious mole yeah. there's delicious chilaquiles like everything is here and actually in pl- trying to plan a nerd taco crawl for all of Ooh. us at some point because I think that would be I yes m- my s- service to all, to all of you <laughs> I volunteer as tribute <laughs> and you have my my axe and my fork <laughs> and my plate to go on this mission 
sweet. Yeah, it's we my. Can, it's, and now it's a Lord of the Rings now, taco crawl. Now it's a Lord that of the Rings nerd taco crawl. We can do uh, my favorite movie, Indiana Solo and the Fellowship of the Ewoks, <laughs> which the shirts are available on Tee Public for Ken Knapsack. You can get those shirts. Um, we can make that crawl. Sweet. I would absolutely love to do that there. An Ewok eating like a human uh, meat taco. Yeah. Done. Do you like the Ewoks? Yeah, I you actually do like don't know ones? why people hate them. Yeah, I love them as a kid. Yeah, well, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah, but um, I've come around on them. Yeah, I'm, what do you mean you come around? You're a prequelist. I mean, you should like everything about the original trilogy. If you I do. I, I do, but I went through this phase, maybe uh, adolescence in terms of Star Wars fandom. Right. I loved them. Then I was like, kind of stupid. I think you can see the zippers. Now You're I'm trying like, to be cool. Yes. Right. Yes. Which, as, as you know, I can't even be cool at any point in my life. But now I'm all, I want, I'm dying for a rise of Chief Chirpa story. <laughs> like, I want to know how Chief Chirpa got into power. And then I'm hoping in episode nine, Warwick Davis plays Wicked as Chief Wicked. That sounds awesome. But you know what would make it cooler? If they made it a horror movie and then the oh, Ewoks eat the human. The Ewoks are scary. I know. That did would you, be the best. And then the Ewoks would be the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Did you happen to play Battlefront 2, the Ewok hunt mode? That they, it was a special like six-week thing? No. Where the Ewoks, you play as a stormtrooper. You have a blaster and all you have is a little flashlight on your blaster, a little spotlight, and it goes in and out every 60 seconds. And you're on Endor trying after the fall of the Death Star and you're trying to get off Endor. And the Ewoks are chasing you? And the Ewoks are hunting you. That's awesome. And all you hear in the background is, (laughs) and you hear this, oh my God. It's scary. And do they play the music? That dun 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 No, no, I wish because I love. I actually love the Ewok music. Some of my favorite stuff of of Star Wars. Um, And then the Ewoks can use the Wisties from the Ewok Adventure Mm -hmm. uh, movies in the eighties to go after you, and uh, it's terrifying. Cool. Your tension goes up. Like if you lose, do you get eaten? If you lose, they they kill you. Yes, you have to assume you get eaten, and then you respawn as an Ewok, and you get to hunt the remaining stormtroopers. Wow, it was it was the best mode ever, and it made me think that this because people always want Star Wars horror. Like, hey, could we do a genre film? And you know, people say Solo was a western. It had western motifs. It wasn't the end of Rogue One. Yeah, so cool. Right, you like the death. I want I want Ewoks killing stormtroopers. Yes, that sounds like the best. Why don't they make that movie? I don't care about a Boba Fett or Obi Wan. I don't know. Actually, Obi Wan would be kind of cool. I don't care about Obi Wan, but, but yeah, you, you see, you like so murder you, Ewoks. Murder Ewoks. That's what oh, I want. And we get the murder bears. We yeah. got those shirts. Let's get Ryan Johnson too. to do that. Yeah, we'll to work piss on off that. more people. <laughs> As we close here, we're getting towards the end here. But uh, you, uh, you, uh, I'm curious. As you as you look at this nerd culture, as it as it grows and grows and might implode, uh, where where do you uh, where do you see your your career going? Where do you see where do you, where do you sit now? Look at all of us nerds. Where do you want to be? Do you want to retire to some beach? <laughs> um, I love L.A. I am happy yeah. to stay here, and if it turns into you know Blade Runner at some point, oh well. <laughs> as long as we still have taco trucks, I'm happy. But um, you, I mean, you mentioned pop culture yeah. and nerd culture. Um, it would be nice if people relax a little bit more about how yeah. there's a difference between being passionate and Violent. obsessed <laughs> with something that you want, you make your yes. own and you end up hating because it's not exactly what you wanted or mm-hmm. what you made. So uh, that would be nice. Um, so mm-hmm. if, as proof, all of us nerd here yeah. who are friends, yeah. all of you guys... Um, uh, I love that. So if yeah. everyone was like that, if we all gave each other shit in a loving way, right? It's like you know what you like the prequels. I hate them, and we're still friends, and it's okay. 
Yeah. yeah like Ash Crossing. Oh, she yeah. loves porgs. I eat porgs. We're friends. It's all good. <laughs> good friends. Yeah. Yeah. Th- a lot of that is lost. And I think a lot of that is because of the distance and social media creates these walls. Mm-hmm. And it's because no, no human connection. No, human you don't connection. see people's eyes and you don't yeah. hear laughter and you there's no nuance to it. And it's I'm just f- words. And I'm fine with it all. Yeah. No nuance. And I'm fine. Like I love texting more than phone calls. I get that. But yeah, you break the communication breakdown. It, it is there. And people try. I, I've heard people try to argue against it. It's progress. Yeah, sure it is. Sure it is. I have a career because of social media. Yeah. It's the only reason I, I, I have any career at all. But yeah, I, I think you're right. If we could all just relax. <laughs> relax, nerds. It's a movie. It's a, <laughs> it's a cool movie we all like, but it's just a movie. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm not going to argue with you over you know your favorite Beatles song. What's your favorite Beatles song? Oh, dare you. Uh, quick answer, because. Because. From every right it's now. a stupid answer. I'm going to fight you on it. No, that's great. <laughs> what about you? Uh, it will be uh, a cross between long and... You had to pick know. one. Because then I get to pick a second one. I would go Hey Jude. Okay. I really love Help, though. Yeah. And here's the thing. I wish to God Lennon had been given the chance to record it as he wanted to, which was slower. Right. Uh, Noel Gallagher Oasis does a great cover. That I, that I was there for in 1998. Scott Mance was at the same concert, too. No we, way. We didn't know each other. That's awesome. Um, and it was released just a couple years ago, maybe last year or so, on a compilation from... Have Los- you seen Paul McCartney? I have not seen Paul McCartney. Okay, that's the one thing. Mm-hmm. He's older now. His voice is not the same as it used to be sure. when I saw him. But see, being there, him see, singing hey, hey Jude with the entire yeah. audience doing the end is yeah. a magical experience. It's it's my... I mean, I'm, I'm a Harrison guy, but... It, Hey Jude is that sad, bittersweet, but hopeful mm-hmm. soul I have. And that's what I like. But Harrison's got that too. Oh, yeah. Harrison's What's your favorite Harrison song? Uh, my favorite Harrison song will probably end up, ha- I'd have to say, might be All Things Must Pass. That's really good. Yeah, it might be All Things Must Pass. Mine's a tie between Isn't It a Pity and Beatles is I Need You. Uh, I love I Need You. Yeah, uh, that I just, uh, that's actually. Uh, because what do we got? That's in help, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was just on my uh, Patreon Spotify playlist. It's oh. it's my first Beatles song that made me pulled me in a little bit deeper beyond just three chords. And then I yeah, want to yeah, hold yeah. your hand. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. was the one like, what's going on again? Because yeah. Harrison's got this crack in his soul. Yeah. There's something deeper there. I get it. I get why Patty Boyd looked at him on the train. <laughs> and Olivia Harrison. I'm gonna start uh, calling you Patty. I'll gladly be Patty Boyd. Patty the Ewok. Patty the Ewok. Uh, you made it through. I did it. We're at the end of the show. Yay. Bye. No, I'm kidding. No. (laughs) So before I sign out, thank you so much for coming through. I know you don't do this stuff often. No, thank you for having me. Yeah. It's fun. And I want people to, uh, you know, seek out evil Darina and believe that you are as evil as you are. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, but I also want them to watch your stuff, so remind them where to find uh, Super Doorcast. Right? Um, yeah, it's Super Doorcast on YouTube. Um, I'm on Twitter at Evil Darina and Instagram. Do not at me on Facebook. Facebook sucks. It's it's done. Yeah. It's done. It is. It's over. It I really. haven't used it in like a year. I mean, I go on there. I use it to promote. I use it to check in with some relatives. Mm-hmm. But I had some some people like, hey, man, I, I wrote you on uh, yeah, friends of mine, people I used to work with. I, I reached out to you on Facebook. You haven't wrote, I, don't, mm-hmm. I don't check it. Same. I don't check. My I mom's very up. upset about it. I'm like, yeah. that's just over. Yeah. It's for old people. It is for, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I consider myself one of those, <laughs> but not so much. So follow Darina out there. Uh, she is, uh, if you know, you'll 
probably never get a chance to go to a party with her, but if you <laughs> are in need of getting onto some sort of list, you know, maybe even from a distance, she can help you. Mm-hmm. I uh, DM me and I will ignore it. <laughs> DM, exactly. Do not slide into her DMs. <laughs> um, but I hope uh, I hope to party with you again some other time and get that. I want in on that taco run. If it happens and I'm not there, I will be upset. Yeah, of course you will be there. Okay. You will help me plan it, Ken. Oh, well, I didn't go that far. I don't like planning parties. But no, I'll <laughs> be there. Whatever you need. Follow Darina. Thank you so much for coming on in there. And before we sign out here in the Knapsack Files, i got to take a moment to thank all of my producer Patreons. These are the people that support me on a producer and executive producer level. It's Jason Humphreys, Pags, Alex Marriott, Kai Thatch, Kyle Gerbrandt, Zach Anderson, The Whiteout 52, Donald Long, and The Amazing Web. And then my executive producers are Aaron Parisian, DJ Snacks. You can listen to his station, Temporal Radio, Thomas Risling, Lethal Logan X, Matthew Simon Bedore, uh, Jacob at Legends Con, and Kyle Harlow, now on the producers team. To support, uh, consider, if you want to, go to patreon.com slash the knapsack files. But the best way to support me is to just spread the word, listen, and let the world know that you enjoy the Knapsack Files. And if you want to get a T-shirt along the way, you can go to tpublic.com slash user slash Ken Knapsack and get a T-shirt, maybe even that Fellowship of the Ewoks T-shirt, and wear it on your own taco crawl. That is it for Dorita, for all the taco fans in the world and the Beatle fans. We'll see you next time. Bye.